Now, this is a conversation um, that is, I think, very painful for us to have, um, but it is extremely um, necessary for us to have. And I talked about this in some very early episodes, but um, I want to go back into detail with this because this has become, uh, in my eyes, uh, an epidemic. Um, This is an emergency. This is something where we really just have to like stop the press, code red, code red. It's something that just can't wait any longer. Um, So I just, my question is, I I see so many times that there will be a woman who's grown. I'm talking about women in their late 20s, 30s, 40s. And they get pregnant and they'll they'll post they'll put a post on social media, you know, pregnant and where's the baby daddy? <laughs> Where is he? Um baby showers, gender reveals, social media reveals single, grown, and pregnant. Now, unless you were pinned down and raped, um, I don't want to hear, oh, things happen. I don't want to hear things don't work out the way we always think they're going to work. I don't want to hear the condom broke. I don't want to hear I was on birth control. I don't know what happened. I don't want to hear it. Um, This is my question. Do you live life for you? Um, Are you that person where your only concern is this current journey that you're on, on earth? Are you the type of person that is completely, that does not care and is completely not concerned with your future generations? Now, if you can look me in my eye and honestly tell me, you know what, Six of Goddess? Yes, I am. I don't care. I don't care about my children. I don't care about their children. They're on their own. I'm worried about me and what works best for me. I don't, I'm not thinking about all that. I'm not thinking that far ahead because that's an okay answer. Listen, y'all know me. I'm a firm believer in keeping it a thousand. So if that's what you're saying, my brother, my sister, salute you. I salute you for your honesty. Okay. Um, however, uh, if, if you want to sit here and tell me that you care about your children, if you want to sit and tell me that you care about yourself, then this conversation is going to be one that we're going to have to be real with ourselves with. Now, before we go into this conversation, I want you to take a deep breath. Okay. I want you to take a deep breath, breathe. I want you to let that breath out. I want you to close your eyes, clear your mind. I want you to take down all walls, all defenses. I want you to just listen to what I'm saying. And the reason why I'm saying this, because I got to remind you all of this too. I am never speaking of a point of being condescending. I'm speaking of a point of being there in that gutter before and digging myself out. I'm speaking from the point of a woman who literally had to tear myself down. I had to tear myself down completely and rebuild myself because I was in a cycle of generational mental illness. I was in a in a cycle of generational disorganization. I was in a cycle of generational pain. And I had to realize that this is not how I can keep living. And the problem was I was getting so much money and I was so fine that I thought the world was mine. I didn't care. I didn't care because I was getting money. Uh, all that stuff y'all talking about, I didn't try to hit it, baby. I'm getting checks. That, w- that used to be my attitude. And that's what money has done for us. It has created the narrative that if we are getting money, then we're doing something right. And you don't have to listen to what anyone else say because run your checkup. So for me, I'm getting cash. I'm talking about getting cash, money, tax free, boom, 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 getting money. I don't, I'm not trying to hear that. And anyone that tried to help me or correct me, my first question was, well, what's your bank account look like? As though that correlates in some way to someone's intelligence, humanity, or character. Okay? So I want you to put down your bank accounts for a second. Put down how many degrees you have. Put down how good your job is. Because all that stuff is easy. 
I make money in my sleep, literally. Investments in my sleep, literally. This is nothing to brag about. It's nothing. Who cares? There are idiots that are millionaires. So I, I will never understand bragging about having money. Money is so easy to make. We have the internet. We have laptops. We have Wi-Fi. I sit on my phone and make money. You could do trading, shipping, drop shipping, fulfillment by Amazon, investment properties, Airbnbs. Please spare me on using how much money is in your bank account to justify your behavior. All right, so tear all that down, put all that aside and ask yourself, outside this money I'm getting, outside these degrees I have, outside of my job, what is my real value? If we were to strip all that away, where is it? Okay, so I'm gonna give y'all another minute. Let's go ahead and tear that down. We're not getting offended. We're not listening to reply. We're not listening to take it personal or make it about us. You're not getting mad at me. You're not going to tell me that I think I'm better than you. And what does she know? We're not doing that. This is, like I said, coming from someone who been there, done that, had to have the, which is a very hard thing to do, which was to isolate myself, be honest with myself, tear myself down and rebuild myself. And now that's something to brag on because now that takes strength. That takes strength to admit that I wasn't the best woman. I wasn't the best person. I played myself and I did not value myself and I had to do better. Now, that is something to brag about. Now, that I'll brag about because I know that most people can't do that. Most people just hold their hands around the ear. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear it. Most people make all kind of crazy excuses. Well, women do it well. Men do it well. It's 2019. That's not how it goes anymore. Yeah, I did all that before too. Yeah, that only lasts for so long. Meanwhile, you're clubbing every night, drinking and smoking yourself to death because you can't live with yourself. Meanwhile, you're depressed. Meanwhile, you're giving into money and materialism to make yourself feel something. Meanwhile, you're sleeping with a different person every month. Okay? So y'all can kill that. Because the majority of people I see are indulging in something to numb their pain. Whether it is drugs, alcoholism, partying, material things, um, whatever it is. Everybody that I know, for the most part, I'm going, I'm not, let me not say everybody. I'm going to say too many people. Majority of people are self-soothing. Okay, they're trying in some way to do something to make themselves feel better. So I don't want everybody sitting here and telling me that you're doing just fine and you don't need to change your life because the truth is that majority of us do. That is why industries that fulfill people's desires to numb pain are thriving. Okay, retail, drugs, alcohol. These are the industries that thrive. So the fact that they are thriving tells me that everybody is numbing some kind of pain. Everybody is trying to cope in some kind of way. So I don't want to hear it. Y'all, you know, on this show, we're keeping it a thousand. We're doing real healing here. I don't care whose feelings get hurt or how it make you feel. I don't care. I don't care. Cry me river. Give you the tissue of God to blow your nose. I don't care. All right. So now that we're in that, now that those defense walls are down, now that we're in that place of keeping it real with ourselves. So how common has it gotten for women to be unmarried and have a baby? And I don't care if you're pregnant by your boyfriend. I don't care if you're pregnant by your boyfriend that you live with. I don't care if you've been with him for two, three, four, five years. I don't care. You're not married. You're single. We talked about this last week. So spare me. I don't want to hear that the marriage license is a white man invention. I don't want to hear that either. Save that for someone that don't know no better. But please don't play them games with me. All right. So now what has happened? Now, let's say 50 years ago. 50 years ago, if women were running around pregnant and unmarried, it would have been an abomination. It would have been unheard of. It would have been sick. Like what? Okay. Now, look in 50 years, what has happened? How common is it now? How much do we not even bat an eye if a woman is single and pregnant? It doesn't even bother us when we see these women with a baby shower but no wedding. We sit and tell grown, single, and pregnant women congratulations when they get pregnant. I'm going to go ahead and explain how pregnancy occurs. 
Because when pregnancy occurs, to be honest, it doesn't have much to do with the two individuals involved. That is the universe. That is energy. That's God in its rarest and purest form. So you really didn't do anything but let a man jump up and down on top of you. You as a man didn't do anything but jump up and down on top of a woman. Any man can get any woman pregnant. That is easy. Any woman can get pregnant. And I say that as in any woman with a healthy functioning body that functions as a woman's body should. This is not to come down on sisters who cannot have children. I still love you. We all still love you. You still matter. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about, you know, the way it normally goes, okay, before any kind of health issues or issues that cause infertility. So it's not hard. So you're grown, single, and pregnant, and we're congratulating you for what? For what? For having sex? Uh, that was hard. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Listen, what are our children going to do? What are they going to do? What examples are they going to have of any type of normal, healthy, heterosexual, black family structures? If we in 50 years have normalized being pregnant and single, if we in 50 years have made it okay for grown women of sound mind To be pregnant and unmarried, what direction is that leading us in? Where is that going to leave our children if they don't have any examples? Children go off of what they see. Children do not go off of what they hear or anything like that. They go off of what they see in front of their eyes. They go off of what's tangible. They don't go off of promises and empty hope. That's not how children operate. So how dare us, and I'm saying us, I'm not pointing a finger at nobody or putting nobody down because we're all in this together. If one of us fails, we all fail. If we fail our children, we all fail. So where does that leave our children if we normalize single pregnancies? You know the path that that leads our children down? The continuation of broken families. That we really have gotten so arrogant and narcissistic that we think that we can rebuild God's will. We have become so disgusting and narcissistic that we truly believe that we can rebuild the way the universe is structured. We can rebuild the way that God has generated our families and our relationships to work and do it our way. And we really have become so arrogant to think that that is going to lead the next generation into a positive place. How dare us? How far have our heads gotten up our own asses that we cannot be sexually responsible enough to refrain from single pregnancies? How disgusting have we gotten and lazy have we gotten to where we would rather say, well, just because you ain't got no husband and and, and you're pregnant, that ain't no big deal. I can do it by myself. I can find somebody else to raise my children. It ain't no big deal. Having a baby don't stop nothing. How disgusting have we gotten where we would rather say that than to say we need to keep our legs closed and we need to not be opening our universes and our wombs to give children to men unless we're married first. Having a child is a responsibility between a husband and wife. That child needs its mother and its father. That child is a genetic part of both individuals. That child is literally a piece of you and a piece of him. A piece of you and a piece of her. And you have become so disgusting to say that your child will be okay if you two are not together? That your child will be okay if you're not in a picture? Wow. And these are the same black people that will sit in church this Sunday talking about praise God. Praise God by having children with a man that's married you, honey. 
okay? Praise God by keeping your legs closed unless a man has to put a ring on your finger and says, okay, I want you to be my wife and then you carry on his seeds, honey. That's how you praise God, honey. These are the same brothers in the church talking about, thank you, Jesus. Honey, thank Jesus or whoever you think is up there. Thank him by not ejaculating inside of women that you have no intention on marrying. And don't tell me that you did have intentions on marrying them because if you did, you would have because you're a man and you're powerful and you can do whatever you want to do. So if you have not married a woman and had children with her, you don't want to. So spare me the praise gods at church. Your body is the church. Now, this is what happens. You have casual sex. You have casual conception. And you bring a baby into this world. What does a baby do? A a baby ruins your body. Okay. A baby is a lifetime attachment to another man. So now what happens? Now you're forced into a cycle of bitch niggas. Now you as a man... You're forced into a cycle of raggedy women. Now, what do I mean by that? Now, first, I'll say that there's always an exception to every every rule. There's always an exception to every situation. Hell, I'm an exception. Um, did I have a child young? Yes, I did. Um, but I was parentless. My father was absent and my mother was half dead since I was eight years old. I had no parents. I had no guidance. But after I gave birth to that child from a man that was not my husband, I quickly caught on that, oh, no, honey, this is not the way to go. And I made sure that I was sexually responsible from that point forward to not bring any more children into my mess. Until I was in a stable home with a man that wanted to protect me, provide me and take care of our children. And I I had that sense at a young age. Okay, it took me one time to catch on. So when I see women give multiple children to multiple different men uh, unmarried, or even worse, give multiple children to one man unmarried, I'm lost. You're clearly a pain freak. You clearly are emotionally self-mutilating yourself because why on earth would you want to bring any more children into broken homes? Men. Having ejaculating inside of a woman that you don't want to be your wife is a deadbeat dad. I don't care how much school supplies you buy. I don't care how much presents you buy on Christmas. I don't care. I'll take care of my kids. No, you don't. Do you wake up in the same house with them every day? Do you kiss them and go to bed every night? No. There's no way you can. And if you are, it's clearly with a baby mama who is definitely single because no masculine man is letting another man walk up in his house every night and kiss his children goodbye and good night. Not a single masculine man is letting your baby daddy walk up in the house every morning and make your and make his kids breakfast and kiss them good morning. It ain't happening. So you either are I hate the word co-parenting. I hate it with a passion. Co-parenting equals we casually had a baby and never had any intention on being together, but, uh, you know, we're just going to be co-parents. Especially when the majority of co-parents still sleep together, okay? When you hear them women say, my baby I do for his kids, and she leaves out the point that she still sleeps with him, calling it co-parenting. Where baby daddy can come in the house in and out when he feel like it, see his kids, and then go on about his business. That's the co-parenting we, t- we be talking about. That's that's what it has to be because like I said, you're definitely not with a masculine man and your baby daddy running in and out. Definitely not happening on any masculine man's watch. And that's something that I can say that there is no exceptions to that. Not a single masculine man is letting your baby daddy run in and out of his house. Period. If he is allowing that, he's not a masculine man. Now you have some women who had one child. And, um, you know, learn their lesson, and which was me. I learned my lesson. I didn't have any more. I was still figuring myself out. I was still confused, but I knew not to bring anybody else into my mess. So I was very sexually responsible to make sure that I don't have that happen again. 
Okay, so now I have one child. He is grown. He is an older child. He is respectful. He is well-behaved. He's old enough that a man doesn't have to come into my life and change diapers, but he's young enough to where my man now can say I can mold him and he can be... um he can be my son and my son will grow up and say, that is my father. That is the man that raised me and taught me how to be a man. There is no baby daddy in and out my house. I'm not still sleeping with my baby daddy. I'm not communicating with him. There is none of that. There's no other man in his way. So in my instance, I got off by the skin of my teeth, you know, being an exception to being with a single mother. Because the way it would normally go is quality masculine men see you with multiple children and you've never been married and he immediately will write you off as an easy woman with bad judgment and low self-esteem and self-worth. And I, oh, I know that stung you through your heart. I know that stung you through your heart. You have some women who have multiple children and they were married. And and sometimes you're married for some time, the kids get older, you divorce, and then you, you divorce and you move on, but he's probably in the same boat. He probably had children already, he's probably divorced too, and you all probably are not trying to like, you know, have children and stuff, you're probably trying to have a lifetime companion for the rest of your days. And in those instances, that's fine, because sometimes marriages don't last, sometimes they just don't work, you know, but we're talking about young women from the time you turn 19, 20 up until your 30s. When you have a child by a man that did not marry you, you drop your net worth. Okay, and it sounds messed up because there are lots of us that have children outside of wedlock. It's a lot of us that have children we never got married. So your option is to either keep having children by men that have not married you or close them legs, don't have any more, and work on yourself to be as valuable as you can so that you can still attract a masculine man if he understands that you you acknowledge that you did not value yourself before and you now do and you're willing to do better. Then a masculine man may say, okay, I can still plant my seeds in her. I can still leave my wealth to her when I die. Okay. Um... Now, like I said, sisters, I understand that marriage and relationships is not for all people. But listen, if marriage is not for you, then oh, I know y'all going to hate me for saying this, but I'm just go ahead and say it because I don't care. If marriage is not for you, then children is also not for you because it's not about you. You're going to die one day and your children will walk this earth for the rest of their days without you. So to have them because you want to without a family, you're having a baby instead of a family. You're selfish. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. I don't care. Oh, my God. Sister goddess, you're so judgmental. Oh, my God. Sister goddess. I don't care. Let me pass you a tissue. Cry, cry, cry. It's true. You're selfish. You're selfish. You're not allowed to just have a baby. You're not allowed to say, me, 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 I, 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 I want to have a baby. And this goes for men and women because men do it too. Where they don't want to get married to this woman, but they want to have a baby. They want to see what their baby is going to look like. It's prideful as a man to sit back and look at a baby and know you made that baby. Men want to feel that. And you're a selfish man if you're going around doing that, knowing good and well you do not want to marry this woman. You're selfish. Okay? It ain't about us. It's not about us. That's why I hate when people start, when people want to debate me, they start their sentence out with, well, I, eh, I don't want to hear. I don't care about you. I don't care how you feel. I don't care. Well, my mama, eh, I don't care if your mama did it. She did it wrong. Eh, I don't care. I don't care. I love my mother. God bless the dead. Our beautiful ancestor, Isla Nelson. But honey, my mama was masculine. My mama had me at 30 years old by a drug-doing musician in the 70s, 80s, honey. So, I don't know what that... I have no problem saying, I love my mother, God bless our ancestor, but what the hell was she thinking? I ain't do... I don't care because she did it. I'm not going to say, oh, well, it's fine. Hell, no, it wasn't fine. It was horrible. I'm not going down that path. It does not mean that you love the women in your family any less if you have to say they effed up. They did this wrong. 
you can still, I still love my mother more than anything. I would still give anything to see her again one more time. But she did it wrong. Why would you be 30 years old in beautiful shape, beautiful, and throw it all away for a man to get you pregnant that has no intention on marrying you? That is mental illness. That is generational disorganization. That's generational filth. It's filthy. So I had to make a choice. Am I going to sit here and say, I'm a strong black woman and I can raise my son by myself and he's just fine without no daddy. It don't mean that just because you got a baby don't mean a man don't want you. Shut up and keep telling yourself them lies. And I'm so glad that I didn't let up on myself. I'm so glad that I did not allow myself to lie to myself for so long to where I believed my BS. Okay. Me, when I see a woman grown, single, and pregnant, I roll my eyes and pray for that poor child that's finna be dealing with co-parents instead of real parents. If they even deal with co-parents, because most of the time, the way a man's, and y'all have to understand that men's minds work in a very basic way. In a man's mind, well, she gave me a baby without me marrying her, so I just don't have that much respect for her. Because a man has to have respect for you to marry you, and that's why he didn't marry you. Because you gave him the ultimate gift without him putting a ring on your finger, so in his mind, he's like, dumbass. <laughs> you know, and, and those be the men that will say, don't talk to me, don't call me unless it's about my child. You know, the women that get those responses. And then oftentimes her response to that is, well, you can't see your child. Now he moves on with another woman that did respect herself and did require him to marry her before he had a child. Now the baby mama's mad. Now she's furious because he's married and cared for um, another woman when he didn't do it to her. Men give you as much respect as you demand, period. In his mind, their minds are so basic that they'll say, well, if she allowed it, she must be okay with it. She didn't make me do it. Okay, that's the way men's minds work. So you got to be up on game to understand the way their minds work so you can act accordingly and still get your respect and get what you deserve. My thing is, if you want to if you want to go crazy, live wild, make your money and worry about your bands and bundles, then honey, do that. But stop being so selfish and disgusting as to bring children into your mess. It's abuse. I don't care how much Jordans and Christmas gifts you bought your child, you have abused them. Because you knowingly brought them into a situation that is a setup for failure for them. You knowingly, knowing they are already black children, puts them at a disadvantage. You put them at a further disadvantage to be a black child born to a broken family. It was broken before they were conceived. It was never fixed. It was never together. And you bring them into this world because you were irresponsible because it felt good to you. Then they suffer. And then you beat up anybody who tells you that you were wrong. And you make all kind of excuses about why your behavior is okay. You lie and say, oh, I didn't mean to get pregnant. Things happen. You lie to people. When the truth is you were selfish and irresponsible. Now, is that a, is that a execution? Okay, do we say, oh, we were selfish, so we should just continue being selfish because we effed up and that's it? No, you always have the opportunity to change. You will never have gotten so far down to where there's no hope to come back up unless you choose to give up. Baby, you grown, single, and pregnant, and you posted on Facebook talking about, oh my God, and then y'all love to give these long speeches, men and women. Men, you got men who you don't even know. They got a baby on the way. It's a brother listening to this right now that is still posting on Facebook, Instagram, going to the club, hanging out, and you ain't got a clue that he got a baby on the way right now. And in nine months, he's going to pop out with, and he's going to say something like, I didn't want to, I'm sorry, I can't even say this without laughing. (laughs) This is what they say. They be like, 
I I didn't want to say anything. I wanted to keep this under wraps and keep my business private. But today I welcome my son into the world. And you like, what? What the hell? You ain't tell us you had no baby on the way. And you know why most of them don't say nothing? Because he knew that he had no intentions on ever being with this girl. Normally, that's when he just want to feel some raw P-U-S-S-Y. And he wasn't really thinking about anything. In his mind, he's like, well, shoot. She letting me hit raw. She letting me shoot her club up. So, once again, the way a man mind work is, well, she's letting me. So, I might as well do it. That's why it's men that are rapists and not women. Because women's minds don't work like that. A man's mind works like she has on a short skirt. And she's drunk. And she's in my room. So, she must want to have sex with me. That's why I say as women, we got to protect ourselves from the mentalities of men. Their brains do not work like yours. Accept that. Yeah, so the brothers don't even post about the baby they got on the way because number one, he never had any of intentions on being with her. Number two, he doesn't want it to slow down the other vagina he's getting. And number three, he don't know you like that. So he thinking it might not even be my baby. (laughs) He don't want to. If you're a grown ass man and you don't want to tell people you got a baby on the way because you're not 100% sure if it's your baby, then get help. Seek help immediately, brother. Okay. Um, if you are a grown woman and you're single and pregnant and you cannot even put a picture on social media of who your baby daddy is, get help because you're mentally, you're suffering mentally majorly. It kills me. And we see it every day. Grown woman pregnant. You check the comments. A thousand likes. 500 comments. Oh my God. Congrats. Oh my God. I'm so happy for you. Happy for you. Uh, I, I be wanting to comment like congrats on adding to the broken black families in our country. Congrats for further further putting another black child at an even further disadvantage than they were already at. Congrats. That's why I be wanting to comment that under their post. But I don't believe in doing that. I believe that everybody's social media account is for themselves. They can post what they want. So if I disagree on something, I won't say anything on their post. But I might speak on it later. But I ain't going to comment on their post. But I be wanting to say that. You look stupid. You look stupid, period. You look like you don't value yourself. Your your option outside of being married and having a masculine man to protect you and provide for you is to be out here with no protection, serial date, sleep with a guy for a few months, then y'all have a disagreement, you stop talking, he was sleeping with other people the whole time, you were sleeping with other people the whole time. Um, most women will refer to these kind of men as their little friend um, or men will refer to women in their lives as, you know, their lady friend. Y'all know exactly what I'm talking about. You're not a couple. You're not together, but you hang out, you talk and you have sex here and there. That is what you will be stuck in if you do not get married. So you can either spend your energy serial dating and for every person that you date and have sex with and get to know and then stop talking to, or for every person that you simultaneously talk to at the same time as you're talking to others, you create trust issues, emotional damage, and ingest the demons of each one of those individuals that you are involved with. So now when you do come across a good feminine woman, she don't want you because you got two baby mamas, you got three other women that you're taking out to dinner and entertaining, and a good feminine woman that know her value ain't dealing with you. And that's how men get stuck in a cycle of dealing with raggedy women because they have impregnated these raggedy women. They cannot leave the raggedy women alone and good women no longer want them. Because we speak about how a good man and what he don't want in a woman. And we got to also talk about good women and what they don't want in a man. A good woman is not dealing with you and your baby mamas. She's not doing it. So now these men end up stuck in cycles of raggedy women, which is very sad to see. Those be the loneliest men. Okay. Now you as a woman, you're stuck in a cycle of raggedy men. Because now you don't gave all these babies to all these dusty, raggedy dudes. And now good masculine men don't take you seriously. 
because it's a big deal. It's a big deal for a good masculine man to choose to plant his seeds in you. Okay, it's a big deal for a masculine man to choose you to be the woman to carry on his legacy. That's a big deal. Masculine men are not giving that up to women that are trifling and do not value themselves. Okay, so I said all that to say that if we make people content and comfortable in their disorder, they will remain disorganized. Do y'all, are y'all follow me? Do y'all, do y'all see what I'm saying? If we continue to congratulate these single pregnant women, we are doing nothing but creating another generation of single pregnant women. The only way to stop this is for us to hold each other accountable. If my big grown ass was pregnant right now, I would expect for my sisters to let me know that they are disappointed in me. I would expect for my sisters to let me know that I played myself. I would expect for my sisters to let me know that I did not value myself. I would expect for my sisters to let me know that I was extremely selfish to make this decision and to bring this child into this world under this confusion and lack of commitment and marriage. I would not expect my sisters to yes, queen, and congratulate my ignorance and stupidity. So can we all get to that level? Brothers, I do not, I'm not writing congratulations on the baby you posted when you can't even post the baby's mama. I'm not congratulating you on your baby that we all knew nothing about until the day he was born and you had to make sure he had your nose first. There's nothing to congratulate. Okay. We have to stop celebrating mediocrity. We have to stop allowing each other to be comfortable in our BS. Um, It's inappropriate and it's disgusting. And we're leaning towards the direction of developing a new, completely 100% lost generation. At least some of us, we had some parents and grandparents to somewhat lay out some kind of normalcy and some kind of healthy relationship for us. But the way that we're going, our children won't have any of that anywhere. The way we're going, our children have an example of healthy, altogether families will be non-existent. They won't have a single one to have the example of. That is the direction we're heading at. I don't know about you, but it's no longer about me anymore. I don't care how I feel. I don't care if my feelings are hurt. I'm doing this for our children, period. I have to do better for them. And there are still things I'm working on every day and will continue to work on. Um... And that is our time uh, for this week, brothers and sisters. Um, We're going to start having our episodes go back to dropping every Wednesday. Um, So stay tuned for next week. Uh, I want to thank you all for listening. Please do not forget to subscribe, rate, like, applaud, all that stuff. And as always, peace, love, and black power. This Six of Goddess signing out. This is episode 37 of African and American with your girl, Six of Goddess. And keep in mind, I'm a goddess and I'm sensitive about my shifts. <laughs> Family, how are you? Um, I hope you're doing amazing. We're here where we have ears that are able to listen to this podcast and comprehend minds that are able to comprehend the words and information and we're able to meditate and have our own thoughts. So I would say that we're doing pretty good. Um, I'm doing good. I'm just, you know... Same old, same old with me, constantly growing, constantly trying to do better, constantly trying to check myself, check my interaction with others, you know, and just become a better person every day. Um, Now, since this is something that is a major journey for us, there is a subject that I want to take some special time to discuss and for us to talk about because... What I will say is this is something that I feel like we treat it as though it's not a problem, but the reality is it is a problem and it is affecting um, our lives as a people. Now, y'all know I like to, um, whatever is like the little buzz or celebrity gossip going on, I like to use that uh, as examples 
Um, because it's something where everyone knows what we're talking about and who we're talking about. So it makes it easier to understand. Um, so I want to talk about Future. Um, Future, the rap artist. And I want to talk about him because there are lots of Futures out there. There's too many, matter of fact. And I think that for too long, we continuously blame women for dealing with these types of men, which it is true that everybody is accountable for their own decisions and their own interactions. I understand that. I'm not debating that whatsoever. But I feel like we do not put enough time and focus on the men that we are, you know, downing women for not avoiding. Why are there so many futures out there? Why are so many men afraid of commitment? Why are so many men um, excited and they feel validated by manipulating and hurting women. Why are there so many men that um, don't have that respect for women, don't look at women in those positions of esteem? And there can be many reasons why that happens. But the truth is that there's too many brothers that have severe mommy issues. Um, I think that we've talked a lot about women and their daddy issues and how it can affect them as women in their adult lives. We have beat that subject to a pulp, but we don't have that same energy for the brothers. And there's going to be a lot of brothers that are listening to this right now where something that I say right now is going to apply to them. Okay. Um, and, I, and there will be a lot of brothers that will have something that applies to them. And thankfully, there will be some brothers that will not. Um, there are some brothers who had mothers who were amazing women. Um, and the truth is, even if your mother was a single mom and was a wonderful mother, she still had to uh, raise you in an unnatural way. She still had to play roles. Um, that she's not supposed to be playing. So even though she may have, you know, quote unquote, made it and you may have, quote unquote, came out OK, um, it doesn't excuse the fact that we have too many of our women that are raising our children uh, in ways that it's just not meant to be. It's not the way that nature intended. Um, so even though you can, uh, you know, have a mother who can be a single mother and still, you know, do well with you. Um, it's not, it doesn't make it okay. And another thing I think that happens with us as a people is we feel like just because something, um, just because you can survive something, I think that sometimes we confuse that with it being the appropriate way to, um, to do something. Now, in, in a perfect world, Man, a man's interaction with women would not be necessarily dependent upon her. In a perfect world, men would respect all women. Yes, all women. I don't care if she's a, she's a whore or, or a saint. Uh, she would get the same respect. Now, just because you respect a woman uh, does not mean that you can, you would hold her in the same positions of esteem. There is a difference. Respect is due to all women because um, we've had this, as we talked about this before, that any woman who conducts herself in a negative way is a woman that does not respect herself. And as a man, you are not being constructive. It is very important as a man to be constructive and productive. You disrespecting any woman is not being productive. It's not being positive and it's not helping the situation. And if you are not if you are adding to um, our pre-existing pain and clear issues, then, you know, where does that leave you? What does that say about you as a man? Now, the number one reason that a man will not respect women or may have a bitter taste in their mouth about women is their mom. And I want to I want to make something else clear because I, I, I see some brothers will say like, well, my mom always kept a roof over my head and. You know, and my mom, she was, you know, she always kept food in my stomach. But I want to make it very clear. I just want to say this like once and for all. As a parent, it is your job. It is very basic of food on the table, roof over your head, 
clothes on your back. That is the most basic and easiest part about being a parent, especially, you know, if we're talking about being a mother. That is a small part of um, your purpose. So, brothers, just because your mother may have technically kept a roof over your head, but, you know, was she gone every weekend? She may have kept a roof over your head, but was she gone every night? She may have kept a roof over your head, but how many butt whoopings did you get as a kid? Okay, so I think that that's important to talk about. You have some mothers who are blatantly bad moms. Mothers that were, you know, abusive or mothers that neglected their children. I mean, anyone can see that. But there may be some brothers who will say, well, I'm fine, you know, because my mom put food in my stomach and clothes on my back. But baby, that's not enough. Did your mother nurture you? Was she a woman of virtue? Was she an example of how women should be? Was she the example of the type of woman that you would need to choose as a healthy wife when you turn into a man? It doesn't always work that way. Um, So I think the first step in a man healing, um, because it will require healing. Now, you can have that chest puffed out. And you can be that tough guy that says, I'm fine, I'm straight, it ain't no big deal, it is what it is, I ain't stressing about that, I ain't letting it ruin my life, da 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 Okay, you know, if that's working for you, and if you're able to survive that way, then brother, you know, I can't make you do anything you don't want to do, neither can anyone else. If it's not in you to want to heal, then, you know, keep doing what you're doing, and I hope that that works out for you. Um, even though, if you do not make peace with the portal that brought you and your energy into this world. Um, It can make it extremely difficult to prosper and really grow. Uh, I will say will act as a hindrance for you. But once again, it's a decision that you have to make. I strongly suggest making that peace. Now, what what can this mean when we say making peace? Um, Rarely, Because we as a people can have a lot of pride. And definitely when it comes to a mother, it can be very difficult for us as black parents to admit to our children when we're wrong. um, You know, and to just be be comfortable emotionally to communicate like that. I, I will say that we lack in that area to be able to productively communicate to say, you made me feel X, Y, Z, um, This is why I felt this way. This is how it affected me. Uh, We don't necessarily do that. And we sometimes will look at that as acting white um, when really that's just acting intelligently. That is being honest about your emotions. And sometimes some people can find it corny. Some people get very uncomfortable uh, discussing any type of emotions and feelings. Um, So the good thing is that your healing doesn't necessarily have to involve other people. You can self-heal. It is possible. Um, in a perfect world, you would be able to confront your mother with feelings or thoughts that you had about the way that she raised you or things that she did or did not do. And she would listen to what you said and she would cry and apologize and say that she'll do better from this point forward and she never should have done that and I'm so sorry. And she'd give you a big hug and a kiss and violin music will play in the background and everyone will live happily ever after. That's the perfect world. Now, if we all being realistic, we'll know that that's probably not how it will always go. Sometimes we have to accept an apology that we'll never get, okay? Sometimes we have to apologize to ourselves. Um, now, if your mother, there, there are certain ways uh, and certain things that your mother may have done that can cause you to have issues within yourself and issues in your relationships with women, Like I said, it's very important as a mother for her to give a lot of attention to her children. Um, And I'm just going to say sons because this is what we're talking about at this moment. As a disclaimer, it does not make women's issues with their mothers invalid or any less important. This is simply we're talking about the brothers and their moms right now. Um, so if your mother was that mother that didn't show up at your games, if she was that mother that constantly rip and ran, if she was that mother that was gone every weekend, if she dropped you off at granny's house every weekend, 
Okay, if she was a selfish type of mother, um, the kind of mother where she's like, oh, mama got to live her life too. Like mama got to do me. And that is true to a certain extent. I never recommend women making their children their whole lives. I definitely recommend that women should, you know, have their alone time, you know, have their time for themselves. You know, that's a good thing, uh, but it has to be balanced and your children should still be the majority of your time and your attention. Um, so now what happens if mommy puts you second? What, what happens if mommy puts you last? Now, there are some men who can have mothers like that and they may grow up and be able to still have healthy relationships with women because they forgave her. They're not harboring any negative energy or anger towards her. Now, the way it can negatively affect a brother is if we see those brothers that have trouble, um, you know, being vulnerable towards a woman, um, those brothers that have a, have trouble getting close to a woman, because in his mind, every woman in his life's foot is halfway out the door already because mama was ripping and running, doing her thing. So now. In his adult life, it can make it extremely difficult for him to really give his full self to a woman. Because what happens is his mind gets trained that she will not be here for me when it matters the most. Um, these are the brothers who may find fault in every woman he dates. There's all, It's always her. Something wrong with her of why we can't get married, of why the relationship can't be long lasting. But the truth is your mama ditched you every chance that she got and you never experienced a woman emotionally nurturing you to where the women in your life, you know, you're you keeping your foot halfway out the door. And it, it may not mean that that will cause you to abuse women or act nasty to women. It simply will mean that you will never get close enough to one. And if you can't get close enough to a woman and you're not building a strong family and a strong legacy, you can easily end up with a baby mama or longtime girlfriends or being a serial dater. Um, but it will not lead to marriage and long, successful legacy building, you know, relationships. Now, before I say, before I go any further, I will acknowledge that there are some people who feel as though they are not the relationship type. Okay, there are some people who will feel like it's just not their thing and they, they don't want it. And that is their, you know, defense. That is their decision. And we have to respect that. Um, however, you can not be in a relationship and still harbor disconnections and resentment for women. So you still want to work past these issues. Even if you're that guy that doesn't want to get married, doesn't want to be in a relationship. Um, this is something that, you know, you can still work on just as a disclaimer. Because I know some people will listen to this and they'll say, well, how does she know everybody want to get married? You're right. I don't know everybody wants to get married. However, everyone does need to heal and forgive their parents. Okay, for themselves. Um, if you want to handle it in a selfish way, you do it for you. Don't do it for them. Um, now, the next thing, I think that we as a people, we we connect discipline with corporal punishment. We connect discipline with beatings and whoopings, and that's it. Me growing up. I got my butt whooped all the time, but I never got disciplined. And I know you're hearing that like, what are you talking about? My mom was that mom where she, if you did something quote unquote bad, she would just go upside your ass. Like there was no explaining why this was wrong. There was no, you know, real explanation of consequence, cause and effect. Um, I never really got like grounded or necessarily got things like taken away from me. It was just, when I was quote unquote looking to be or needing to be disciplined, I got a whoop it. Um, but I just want to say that if you feel like discipline means whooping your children, um, then you are lacking resource and lacking options to truly discipline your child. Discipline comes with instilling self-respect and understanding in your children. So there may be some brothers who had the mother that beat him with extension cords and shoes and wooden spoons. And he and he'll tell himself, oh, well, you know, she she did that because she loved me. Um, she did that because uh, I deserved it. Uh, but, brother, I want to let you know that by your mother 
um, physically putting her hands on you, um, it is abusive because it's unnecessary because uh, we are intelligent. We are our children are intelligent children who can understand beating and spankings and pow pows are for toddlers who are unable to communicate. Beating and spanking is abusive when it's done to a child who is physically capable of communicating. Um, children that get enough attention and time from their parents uh, will rarely act up. Most of the time when you see children with behavioral problems, it is the lack of parental presence and guidance. Okay, mama and, and some men, their mothers abandon them not um, in, in the typical way we think of abandonment. Some men had mothers that worked two, three jobs and she was at work all the time and she simply was not present to guide you and to give you a lifestyle of discipline. You can have your child live in discipline or you can think that disciplining them happens with a 15 second beating. So we cannot be home all day and night we cannot nurture our children, teach them, or spend any real time with them. But as long as we spank them, we were good parents who were, were doing what was best for our children. Okay, and that doesn't work that way. Um, so the first step is to accept that by getting these spankings from your mother, it was wrong. Now, once again, our parents did not grow up in that age of information. So that's most of the time, that's all they knew. Most of the time, they got beat too. So, you know, they're just carrying on the traditions, um, but it's okay to accept that that's not all right. Now, what happens when a man has a mother that either physically or, you know, verbally beats him down? Uh, it ruins his confidence. Um, these are the men who can grow up and struggle with their masculinity. Um, these are the men that can grow up and struggle with, you know, holding their heads up high, being confident in themselves as protectors. As providers, having financial confidence, having uh, the confidence to defend themselves, defend their families. Every time you as a woman beat down your son, you break away a piece of him every time. And sometimes we have women that will beat their sons their whole life to where you break him all the way down to where he think he deserves it. To where he, you have convinced him that he would not be who he was without it. Um, so brothers... I see a lot of brothers that will say like, oh, I need a woman that make money so she can help me in case I'm down. Um, oh, I need a woman to have my back in case I can't. Um, these are the men that probably got their asses whooped growing up. Okay, their confidence is shot. Okay, anytime that they wanted to explore or innovate or had an idea, they probably had that mama that told them to be quiet and shut up. Um, because sometimes what we can classify as a child misbehaving is simply a child attempting to self-teach because, you know, mama wasn't around to teach him because mama is a teacher. So if mama is out with her boyfriend all the time or if mama is working two, three jobs, she's not teaching you. Children are curious. They will have times where they want to experience cause and effect. Well, if I do this, what happens? And now we say that you have misbehaved and I need to beat you. Okay, so and now that can make um, boys that are beat like that grow up and be afraid to reach out, be afraid to try new things, um, be afraid to have that confidence. Okay, now what if your mama was a whore? Okay, what if you saw your mom always dealing with tons of guys, you know, new boyfriend every week, you know, bringing different men around you in the house? Now what that can do is, it can make you perceive all women that way. It can make you have severe trust issues in your relationships. Okay, because if that's what you grew up seeing, that became the norm of you. And now you will correlate women with being loose or being promiscuous. It can cause you to constantly think that she's doing things behind your back, even if she's not. And that can also, what we talked about before, lead to you not being able to commit and be in a healthy relationship. Um, it can also make men be um, abusive towards women um, if she was whoring or if she was physically beating you uh, or if she was mentally beating you. Um, it can make men be abusive to women because they want to feel empowered again. 
if you're that brother that finds yourself impregnating women without marrying them, without being their form, without being a family, if you are that man that finds yourself entertaining and lying to multiple women at one time, are you that brother that got three or four women that think that they're your girlfriend? Okay. Um, if you are that brother that attempts to belittle women, that can all stem from your mother whoring around. So now you have just lost respect for all women because that's what you saw. You don't trust them. Okay. You you feel like this is what happens behind the scenes because this is what I saw behind the scenes. If you are a man that is manipulating and hurting women, then brother, I just want to tell you that, you know, you're you're a poison. To your people when you should be an asset. Um, and I want to let you know that it's never too late to make those changes. You do not have to manipulate women. You do not have to have multiple women. You do not have to hurt women. It will not make you a bigger man. It will not show your mama. Okay. Um, it does not get back at her in any way, shape or form. You're simply hurting other women in a way that your mother was probably hurt, which is how she ended up whoring. So you add to the problem. Remember, brother, you are the protector. You are the one that brings things out. Whatever whatever energy you come with, that is pretty much what will be sustained. Um, as a man, you are the starter. You are the leader. Um, I have, I've, I've seen brothers, they'll say, I don't know why I just can't be with one woman. I don't know why I have brothers say like, well, I try to be committed, but I just can't do it. I just, well, that's why brother. Okay. You, your mother either abandoned you or she was whoring around and, you know, as a man, I want to, let me just explain how feminine, feminine balance is necessary to your development. It is necessary to your lifestyle. If a man does not experience feminine nurturing, he is incomplete, he is dissatisfied, and he is um, vulnerable. Um, it's something that a man must have. And if you're that man where you feel like you can't be monogamous, when you feel like you can't commit, what's probably happening is in a way you are you're searching for that nurturing. Um, but the gag is that nurturing is not between a woman's leg. This is why you'll hear men that are promiscuous say, well, as soon as I got off, I wanted her to get up and go home. Yeah, I liked her until I bust one and then I was over it. Yeah, because you were searching for the nurturing and you were digging in her treasure trying to find it and you didn't get it and you still felt empty afterwards. There are men that can have tons of women around him all the time and still feel alone. Um, because in order for a woman to nurture you, she has to be, she has to trust you. And if you don't trust her, she probably won't trust you either. Um, you can sleep with as many women as you want. You can jump around with as many women as you want. You will still feel empty. And we had this discussion before too, where men like that usually are the men where they will also party a lot. They will also do a lot of heavy drinking, a lot of drugs, because they're constantly trying to feel better. And they can't figure out why. Um, but I can almost guarantee you that nine times out of ten, it's something related to your mother. Because these are the men that will act like they have some sense towards other men. It just be when it comes to women, they just abuse them physically, you know, verbally, mentally. And like I said, I know it's a brother listening to this right now and he's thinking to himself like, damn, and I know, I know. And like I said, this is the healing that you can do by yourself. You ain't got to tell nobody. You ain't got to explain it to no one because I know how a man's ego and pride is. You don't have to admit this to anybody but yourself. Um, now, what you can do when it comes to healing, uh, healing is all about, well, pain is an energy. And we all know that energy cannot be destroyed. You cannot just say, I don't want to hurt anymore and it's gone. You have to transfer in some way. That can be verbally. It can be by writing things down. So if your mother is deceased or if she's still on the go and you still can't catch up with her, if she is that mother that want to deny that anything bad ever happened, because <laughs> you'll have some mothers where they'll get older and they'll mature and then they want to act like nothing ever went down, 
and they ain't trying to hear it, they ain't trying to hear it brought back up. If any of those situations apply to you, um, you can look in the mirror and say, uh, you know, because you're a reflection of your mother. You can look in the mirror, say everything that you would want to say to her, to yourself in that mirror. Get it all out. Transfer it. Get the energy out of you and transfer it out of your body. Transfer it out of your mind. Speak your peace. Be 100% honest in how you feel. After you say how you feel, you need to verbally say, I forgive you. You don't have to say I love you. You don't have to say you're the best mom ever. I might like it never happened. You just simply need to transfer those words, transfer that energy, and let it be known that you forgive. Then you need to forgive yourself for anything that that uh, lack of healing, anything that that any any um, side effects from that pain that made you um, destroy yourself or destroy others. You need to forgive yourself for that. Um, if you feel silly or don't feel comfortable saying it out loud, you can also write it down and then destroy the words. You can destroy them by putting them into the ocean, letting them, you know, let them, let them drift away. Or you can write it down and you can burn the paper. But either way, you got to transfer that energy out of your psyche. Okay. Um. As a feminine consultant, I have a lot of women that come to me um, to talk for healing, for understanding, to figure things out. And I'm just going to say, brothers, it's just too many of you um, that are being irresponsible in your roles. And uh, as as your sister, uh, I'm asking you to, for every brother to check themselves and look at their behaviors and figure out, how constructive it is to your people Um, because that's your job and that's your purpose and I can promise you um, that if you take those steps that is how you will feel your fulfillment as a man and that is how you will really be able to move forward 